This past weekend, Disney and Pixar released Lightyear, a movie based off of a beloved franchise and a beloved character, Buzz Lightyear, and some way, somehow, the movie flopped. Is it that people are responding to the cultural controversy that Disney is currently shrouded in? We're going to get into all of that from the things that have taken place over in Florida between Disney and Governor Ron DeSantis, some of the controversy that came out before this movie was released, and some of the other things that are going on with Disney from the business aspect, and then also how they're handling other properties that they are currently in charge of. Then we're going to get into the 10 blue chip commandments as laid out by Coach Greg Adams. These are directed towards men, and we're going to get into a philosophical discussion as to whether or not men should follow these commandments, how much of these commandments we actually apply to our lives currently, and if they can do any good for men. And then that's going to lead us into a discussion that we got from the Purple Pill Reddit forum, and it's a discussion about whether or not Billy Beta, meaning this hypothetical beta male, and whether or not Billy Beta serving as the avatar for the beta males out there, whether or not Billy Beta is happy, or is this just a case of ignorance is bliss? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Yes, a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, Go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. The merch is awesome. Buy some merch. And importantly, if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. Again, we're on all podcast platforms. So a lot to cover today. It's a full jam-packed episode. I think we should start off with this news of Lightyear, the movie flopped, it's a Pixar movie, Pixar movies are juggernauts when it comes Mm -hmm. to kids, when it comes to release days, summertime, kids are out of school, like this movie on paper was poised to do well. $200 $200 million budget. I had no idea they spent that, that kind of mo- that kind of money on Pixar movies. But yes, it's it was the budget was $200 million. This past weekend, it only made $51 million, and it lost to Top Gun Maverick, which has been out for weeks. Like You would think that this movie would have been able to dethrone 
It lost, Top Gun. And also lost to uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> and Jurassic Park has also been out about a week now. Yeah. Yeah, they've been out a week. And it's like, well, damn. And Jurassic Park is kind of tired and old, too. Is Top Gun still number one or is Jurassic Park number Jur- one? Jurassic Park is number one. I see. So, but, so it's second to Top Gun, but third in the overall box office. Yeah. So that that's but but Jurassic Park is not well it's, it's a newer movie but it's not it's not the first week that it's out right and the fact that Top Gun that's been out for weeks now yeah. is able to beat it so i guess the question is what's going on with Disney are are we seeing people responding to the controversies that Disney has been shrouded in as of late? Well, I think you're focused on agenda as opposed to on the, as like the movie. So you parents don't care about your woke agenda. Well, well see, okay, this is the thing though and and I noticed that like people say that that's something Ben Shapiro said the agenda that we know of that we know of in in this in this movie so far was one particular scene that disney publicized before the movie came out and as far as i'm aware this particular scene is not showed in the trailer but they publicized it because they wanted to be inclusive oh this movie's coming out in pride month we're going to have you know two same sex characters kissing each other yeah but that's not what the movie is about no so is the, my thing is is there, is I don't necessarily know if it's an agenda that people are responding to because I could I could yeah. see I could see that if it was the case if like this was what the movie was about yeah to say that but you see I, I think that People, I, I think we're starting to see people respond in a way where they really don't want to see that. Period. Like I, yeah. whether whether because you can't really say that that this movie the agenda was that because it's the movie is not about that. Coupled with the fact that yeah, they spent yeah. they spent two hundred million dollars on the movie, but the fact that they feel the need to be inclusive to something. That are we sure that that many people out there, especially people that have children, are overwhelmingly accepting of this? Well, not only that, but it's to me like you're falling away from the marketing of, well, this is a Buzz Lightyear movie. Like when you publicize and your PR is, oh, look, it's going to be on Pride Month, it's going to. Yes, that's that's fine, but like, when have you seen a Disney movie where like opposite sex scenes are like that's that's a marketing ploy? There's not. It just well, it just happens. Well, like it's kind of like what we talked about before. Like, I mean, there's a lot of heterosexuality in Disney movies. Like, the prince kisses the princess, she yeah. wakes up, all of that stuff. And and I would say to an extent, it's been it's been marketed. Like you you could look up like. I'm sure a trailer of the Little Mermaid or of Snow White, and I'm sure you're gonna see the guy in the movie showing interest in the girl. I, yeah. I, I'm sure you're gonna get that. 
So I don't think that's necessarily the issue. What I think is that when you publicize something like, hey, this movie is going to have this in it, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's not the only marketing that they did for the movie. They did traditional marketing. Chris Evans went on his tour, you know, speaking to the late night host. He did interviews with magazines and all all the traditional stuff that goes into a big, big budget movie. They did all of that stuff. But I think what ended up happening is them thinking that they were doing something good, them thinking they were doing something inclusive, they never really stopped to think, is this something that people will care to see if they know about it preemptively? And I'm and I'm I'm wondering if the answer is no. See, it's one thing if parents went into that movie. Buzz Lightyear ended up being the number one movie of the weekend, and then they came out and said, "Oh, I didn't know there was going to be this scene in it." Yeah, they might have been upset about it, but yet they already paid their money for it. That's but, true. but, but what I'm talking about is you told people about something, thinking that it was going to make them want to see the movie more, not taking into account. Are you sure that's going to make people want to see the movie more? Because there's a lot of people out there that are still not, like, very accepting of that. Yeah, it's a big country. It's a big country. It's a big country, and there's there's a lot of people that, like, they... If you let them know that there's going to be something like that in the movie beforehand, they are not going to want to take their kids to see that. And so, especially a kid's movie. Yeah. Especially a kid's movie. And so... I think what we're seeing is a huge disconnect between Hollywood and what they think is going to bring people to to the to you know put asses in the seats and what people really care to to consume. Uh, another thing too like I feel like Disney falls under the let's right on the coattails of what succeeded before. It is kind of unoriginal to me. Like, okay, you had Toy Story, now you're making a Buzz Lightyear movie. You had the... Now you have the Obi-Wan show. Like, just like the... Just because you have Buzz Lightyear and Obi-Wan as like the face of it doesn't mean... doesn't excuse bad writing. It doesn't excuse like people aren't interested in it. It doesn't... Like... It's not gonna. It's not gonna cut it just to have staples. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, the 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 problem with when it comes to how they're handling the staples is that they're not handling the staples as the staples. Like yeah. a, 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 another thing that people are saying contributed to people not being interested in this Lightyear movie is the fact that. They replaced Buzz Lightyear's voice with Chris Evans instead of Tim Allen. Well, Tim Allen is relatively vocal and right wing. Yes. And so that's probably something that Disney wanted to distance itself from. But you're not not taking into account that that voice is a staple of this character. And you're not hiring him for his he's an actor you know he's a voice actor in this case it's like you're not hiring him 
you're not hiring him for his beliefs. You're hiring him because he is Buzz Lightyear. Right. Like, everybody knows that voice. But to them, see, the thing is, you're looking at it level-headed. You're looking at it like it's not political. Yeah. But to them, it is. It is political. So, yes, we want to distance ourselves from Tim Allen because of his political beliefs. Yes, we want to highlight and publicize that there's this one particular scene in the movie they 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 are knowingly doing yeah. this stuff and so for them it is political so naturally if 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 you are going about things in an activist way well i mean don't be surprised if you get an activist results so don't be surprised if that same activism that you're treating this property and this this content that should be just entertainment don't be surprised if people respond to it with activism of their own and i yeah we we don't want no parts of that shit yeah it's becoming political you're falling victim to the to the woke shit like it's no surprise like like the the critical thinker said that it was a black woman too and in in and and we were talking about what, the, what who's a black woman the black the the it's it was two girls that kissed but one of them is a black woman oh yeah that's a lesbian and and in Obi Wan, like they have a character that's a black woman as well, and they try and push her, like, like oh, this is going to be a story, but like she's not a good actress, right? So at what point does it become like, well, are you just forcing characters? Yeah, for like, the sake of of diversity yeah. quotas and everything like that. So you're forcing you're forcing ethnic shit right like like in Star Wars you had the Latino the black dude and the girl as a protagonist now you could fall like that shit wouldn't even matter if it was good writing and, and you focused on what mattered right like cause we've watched Kill Bill and those are fucking dope ass movies that's a female protagonist yeah a, a more current movie that that has a female protagonist that that was done really well that I was praising is Run Hide Fight yeah yeah and so that you have that, you can make a good movie with whatever the fuck the lead is, whatever the fuck the protagonist is, but it has to be good quality content. And so you're falling under the guise of, well, we got to meet woke quotas. And that's Hollywood's fault because they're the ones creating these things. Like, how do you say but it, that? It, but it's because of, I th and I'm starting to believe that it's because of how detached they are i believe especially disney because it seems like netflix is waking up a little bit but i would say with disney i think they really believe that people want this shit like that pe i i think they will they believe that if in in the case of star wars with the obi-wan show oh this uh black girl is an inquisitor oh yeah people want that well, no. What they want is a good character. Yeah. Oh, in in the the last three movies of the main uh, the main trilogy, um, the girl is the lead protagonist, uh, black guy sidekick and Hispanic guy sidekick, pretty much. Well, no, they want good story. They want good characters, yeah. but I think they're so wrapped up into their politics that they. One, believe that it's what what people want because they're they live in another fucking world. And two, they're never stopping to think 
that even if the writing is good because for all we know the writing of the Lightyear movie is is good like we don't know I haven't yeah. seen it even if it's good and even if it's entertaining the fact that there are still some things that people just maybe don't want a part of like yeah. uh, taking their kids to see a movie with two same sex characters kissing each other and I don't yeah. think that that's anything particularly offensive like if a parent wants to raise their kid a certain way no it's like well that's the way that they choose so like for you as a company to think that it's a good idea to publicize this preemptively that's kind of arrogant in a way yeah because you got to know your demographic you got to know your demographic it's like that show on hbo with a girl from spider-man Oh, Euphoria. Yeah, that's an old that that's on HBO, and I I don't know what the ratings are, but supposedly it's high. But that's also an older demographic, so adults watching that. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the demographic is as you get older and you you want to 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 see certain subject matters, right? Like Game of Thrones, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna have your kids watch that shit. The first episode has a brother and a sister. De- banging yeah you know what I mean those are not subject matters that as an adult you're gonna want your child to see right but as an adult you're like oh I could okay yeah that happened but yeah the, the, we're watching the show so you gotta you gotta also know what demographics you are making the movie or the show for what works so euphoria works but stuff on Disney doesn't didn't you just see what was uh, the state where where uh, Yunkin won? It's like parents don't want the teachers teaching certain things, critical race theory. Parents want to you know do their job, so sex ed is part of that job. Like that's not for you to. Well, it, I wouldn't say that's not for you to push. You could push whatever you want as Disney, as Netflix, or whatever. But you cannot be mad People that the response is like that. Yeah. yeah. And you have to understand, like, not everyone thinks that way. Or not everyone wants to, to, to see that in a movie. Some people do. Some people don't. At the end, you let the person purchase the ticket and you go from there. But you have to understand it's that woke ideology. Why do you think Netflix backtracked on it? Because it's they not, weren't the numbers, out. yeah, the numbers were not talking, and so from there you have to be like, well, what is? When are we gonna sit down, do our homework on the people that buy our stuff, and and make content for them instead of the other way around? You buy our stuff and we make content for you, but what we feel like doing. This is again, this is why we, this is why Star Wars has on has been on the decline forever. Like that last trilogy was garbage. Cinematically, like it looked cooler. Mm-hmm. Like, but it wasn't that shit wasn't even better than the second uh trilogy. Well, technically like the second newest trilogy, because episode one, two, and three are really before that. But like even those, I don't think they stand up to the originals. No. But even those are better than the new the, the new trilogy. And it's because you're focused on the wrong thing. Like and, and, and you're willing to move mountains and make miracles happen to make it work like oh because this is what people want no yeah. people want a realistic story they don't want to see um, Kylo Ren getting beaten by a girl 
that easily, at least to have her go through the ringer. She just, she was just great. Yeah. Like, it's just not a realistic thing. But then, like, when, again, I go back to, because this is a very unrealistic movie, Kill Bill. The writing is so good. The cinematography is so good. You could get away with the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. But it's badass. Like so, so content matters. And when your focus, like, when your main focus is, we gotta, we gotta, you know, walk on eggshells and and make sure that every, this is inclusive. Well, you're not really making art. You're really trying to politicize this shit. First, make the art. It's activism. Yeah. First, make the art and make sure it's damn good. And then everything else comes second. And you, you you're willing to accept whatever characters because the shit is so good. Right. You know, I'm going to play a clip from an interview with the star of Lightyear, Chris Evans, and it's pretty much going to highlight what I've been saying of this detached Hollywood person that has no sort of idea of what the demographic audience of this particular work that he's he's about to put out would want coupled with the fact that it's just so arrogant and the way he talks is like oh well yeah people just need to accept it and it just is what it is and it's just it 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 shows how how off they are you know and and like the lack of understanding that uh that persists with with them so that's let me find the the interview itself. Alright, it's gonna go into the to not be a little frustrated that it even has to be a topic of discussion, that it is this kind of news. The the goal is that we can get to a point where it is the norm and that this doesn't have to be some, you know, uncharted waters, that 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 eventually this is just the way it is, that representation across the board is how we make films. So you heard it right? So representation across the board is how we make films. So I thought, I don't know, the way we make films is good writing, good acting, good cinematography. Exactly. Not, oh, representation is how we make films. But the level of hubris that he has to say, oh, I don't understand why it could, it should even be such a, a controversy because there's people that like don't rock with it. Like you yeah. do, like you said early on in this discussion, it's a big country. You do realize that like there's such a thing as like religious people, right? And yeah. like in their doctrine, that's not part of it. So this this idea of arrogance that it's like it's so blinding to the point where now it's affecting the money because i don't own any any disney stock uh individually like no i don't i don't own any uh uh individual disney stocks but what's wild about it is i i was looking at it this over the past year disney's stock has been slashed in half damn and, and yeah like you see why and 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 honestly like change that with anything like this is just movies but representation trumps the like the content so like i'm going to give you like a, a ma- i'm a, i'm a bartender and i give you an amazing looking drink but when you taste it it's garbage no but rep- we we 
I use the best rum and this vodka representation. And you're like, well, no, this is not what I wanted. I wanted a good drink. Anything. Anything that you could think of. Or the idea of, like, you not liking the drink and the waitress, like, let's say it's a black waitress. She says, oh, well, you're a misogynist and a racist. Well, no, it's not. I'm not saying anything against you. It's, it's that the drink is not exactly. is not good. It's like, oh, well... You're a bigot. You know, that's like, that's the world where we're, where we're living in. And Chris Evans in that particular interview, that's exactly what he's highlighting. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like the idea that like you could say this shit and like think that it's cool marketing for a kid's movie. Well, guess what? You were in for a rude awakening. Yeah. Yeah. But, but too, like it, it, we walk the way he answers that is like it's real safe and that's what's wrong with a lot of stuff now it's like the reason why I, I was having this discussion with family like well we listen we like we like Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle could be unfiltered at times could say things that might be offensive to some but it's equal across the board and you're kind of getting to a bigger truth right like the time uh, well well recently he's he's gotten into the whole trans jokes but within the jokes when you look at whatever he critiques what he doesn't critique you see like okay well this is just the way i view it but you know i don't have a problem like this just i got you got to joke about it how come how come when when comedians joke about white folks like black comedians it's never really like a big deal but then when it's a trans phobic joke oh it's, it's bad or not phobic it's not transphobic but it's a trans joke anybody could get it short tall big small different ethnicity different different sexual orientations and so when he's talking like that it's like well no you're just saying something to be safe because you want to placate people and you don't really want to step on toes no, I think he believes that shit. You think like, so? Yeah, I think he's a Hollywood detached Hollywood person that believes the shit that's coming out of it. Because these people, they don't know I what's don't know. going on in the world. Like, because I, I don't, see I don't feel like what he said was like. I don't think he was speaking from like it didn't in in my opinion come off like he was saying this like oh this is uh politically correct I, I i gotta be safe i felt like he was speaking from like a genuine place like he really believes that like because well you didn't and and to your defense you didn't see the actual video you just heard it but like even when he said like his face was just like i don't understand why this is even a discussion yeah. people should just accept and then he said something else on twitter recently like the people that don't accept it are gonna uh, die off like dinosaurs. Like they're gonna, they'll die off. So, so this is a person you believe what you're saying. Like you're not. That's not saying something like that. That's not. I, I'm being safe. I'm, I'm I'm towing the line. No, you believe that, and that's fine to believe that. That's fine to live that. But what you're not understanding is that you're currently doing marketing for a children's movie. Yeah. And and and. What you're also not understanding is that shit, you clearly don't even understand how much fertility rates have dropped in this nation to the 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 point where a lot of people in big cities, which big cities tend to be 
more left-leaning. A lot of people don't even have kids in these places. Where people are still having kids, it's more rural, conservative people. That's valid point. So if you're going to make a kids movie, like, are you not even stopping to think, well, right now in the world that we're living in, which demographic politically is more likely to have children? Is it the, a conservative person or is it or is it like a a super liberal big city person? Yeah, yeah, you're right because like when, like as much as I like the Toy Story movies, I never really thought about watching the movie. Not not even because of this just cuz like it's just a kids movie and unless like I watch it with I don't know like Family or some shit. Like, I just didn't think of going to see the movie, and so if you're you th- saying Lightyear, yeah, Lightyear. No, it's, like, it's, it's, it's a kids not, movie. Yeah. The people that get excited about you like would the probably mini see movies, Jurassic Park or Top Gun before you see that. Oh yeah, and it's nothing against the movie. It's just like I'm just not gonna watch it. Like there's other movies I'd like to watch over right, that. Exactly. It's a kids movie. So so when I when you think about it, it's gonna be the the mom, the dad, the kids. It's right. gonna be like a whole production, like oh, we're gonna get popcorn. We're gonna, man, I'm, I'm gonna take my kids. That's a specific demographic, demographic that I'm not part of. You're not part of. Like a lot of people in urban in, in urban America, like like in the big cities, are not part of. There are, but not as much as like you said, rural areas, places where there's actual families. More like most of the town is. It's family based. Yeah, it's different, and so you'd have to understand the economics behind it. 100%. Well, it's, it's it's about the numbers and and the people that are going to watch it. You have to understand that if you want to make money. And and I think when you respond, Hollywood, the companies, the actors, when they respond arrogantly, I think it really doesn't do them any justice. Like. Or, or, or any service, rather, is, is, is what I meant to say. I misspoke. Because, for instance, now, looking back at that, Disney, they probably wish that this motherfucker, like, he was probably less, they probably wish he was less vocal about it. They probably, like, because now, when, when, when you're met with that controversy and for him to say, oh, well, those people that don't like it, they're going to die off like dinosaurs. And they're also not going to see your movie, and isn't this was it's about the money, right? So the dinosaurs beat you in the box office, right? He said that ironically. <laughs> but now, what's what's? But now, had he responded with, "Well, people people are entitled to feel however they want to feel." Yeah. The movie is not about that, and it's still a great. I still think it's a great family movie. How much better of a response is that than, oh, well, you're an old dinosaur. You're going to die off. Fuck you. Like, which response do you think people are going to be like, oh, well, you know what? Yeah, fuck that guy versus, well, whatever. Let's see what it is. I'll tell my kids to close their eyes at that part or I'll explain or we'll talk about it. It'd be a family discussion versus, oh, you know, F these people. Well, yeah, that, that's that's the. But why? The because you're because you think your way is the right way versus not letting everybody have their moment to talk. And you make a valid point with Disney because, like, at the end of the day, they're gonna go where the money goes. So, the like, this is the reason why in China they don't have those gay scenes, or in certain countries they don't have those gay scenes. 
if they really gave a fuck about all this LGBTQ shit, they would stand on that shit even in those countries. Exactly. They would say, listen, no, we represent everybody everywhere. If you don't want our movie in China, well, then fuck you. you They're not going to say that, you though. You could do an experiment right now, and, sh- and, and I'll show you how all of these companies, it's all pandering. You could look up, like, BMW, for instance. You could look up BMW USA. I'm not, I don't know if BMW specifically. I'm just using this as an example. And it might, its logo will probably be like rainbowed, right? Mm-hmm. With a rainbow. But then if you look up that same company, the Twitter account of like Saudi Arabia, it won't, it won't have that. Nope. So, but, but if you care about these people so much, wouldn't you have it everywhere? Yeah. In fact, you would probably want to have it more there where there's they're less accepting where of they're it. more quote-unquote bigoted you you know what i'm saying yeah. but no but it's about the money so that's what what ends up happening what, what what's what's interesting about all of this this uh these woke corporations is that at the end of the day they are about the money but a guy like chris evans yeah. you kind of get thrown to the wolves because now, like these comments that you made, you have to live and die by these comments. And now that just hurts your resume because you're not Captain America no more. And the last movie you did was a flop. So versus Disney, they could they could pivot, they could they could yeah. change directions. You you're stuck being oh well I'm gonna be the big bad defender of what of who. Yeah, because you're all fucked up for something that you never took the time to really grasp. And there's an art to to understanding both sides of the aisle, like you said when you when you answered the correct answer, you didn't disrespect the LGBTQ community. You didn't disrespect the families that are gonna go watch the movie. You you literally said, "Listen, it's not about that. The movie is like it's great. It has other things. Like there's other ways where you could you could meet in the middle." And not be so. I'm gonna push the agenda. I'm right. gonna push the agenda because not, it's really not your job. You're gonna. You're a dinosaur. You're gonna die. Like I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, because it's it's not it's not how you conduct yourself. You know, like look at look at the people uh, for the most part that have ran for any leadership roles, like like in in, in office or in the government. They're good at being level headed and balanced for the most part. One of the no. one of Hillary Clinton's massive mistakes from the 2016 presidency is when she called people that rocked with Trump a basket of deplorables. That that and her, then her marketing. I'm with her. Your the alienation the alienation of that oh. was crazy. So what you're saying is the people because everything that the platform that Trump ran on better immigration policy border security lower taxes lowering crime so people that believe in that stuff they're deplorable that's essentially what you're saying and now if you look at the most recent polling and statistics hispanics are starting to trend towards overwhelmingly supporting a return of a donald trump presidency so even them the people that support again all these these white liberals that like oh he's a racist and everything even the very people that you think that you were defending even they're starting to see 
No, shit was better with, dude. That's why it's important to talk from proper, informed perspective. Yeah. Not just word vomit for the for the sake of like oh sounding hip and cool and trendy buzzwords and 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 what's the politically correct thing to say and disney is suffering from that not just with this particular thing this is the the most current and prevalent thing yeah but like i said over the last year their stock prices their stock price has slashed in half Kenobi, the 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 show about Obi Wan on Disney Plus right now is getting all sort of flack from people that are avid Star Wars fans. And what and what does the the official Star Wars Twitter account say that's under the Disney umbrella? Oh well, you're a racist if you don't if you don't like Reva. No, it, have you stopped and considered that maybe you picked a a, a bad actress? Yep. Not that she's black, not that she's a woman, but that she can act, yep. and that the writing of the show is awful. But again, that arrogance, no, it's you, it's not us, it's right. you, it's you, it's you. Well, I mean, how much longer can this go on? You have the the tax benefits being revoked in Florida for Disney World. Over the past year, the the stock price has slashed in half. This movie flaps, and all type of people are talking shit about the the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Like, granted, Disney is a huge corporation, and I, I'm I'm sure it can weather a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, how much more can it take, though? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, what if we? What if the next three four years is it goes this way for Disney? Then what? You know? Yeah. And this is how you get the Kamala Harris's and the Kentashi Brown Jacksons of the world. It's like, well, are they really good? Or are you just trying to meet your quote-unquote quota? Because then at that point, it's like, well, you you don't even give a fuck about like if it's good or not, as long as it looks good. Right. It's not about, oh, she's good, she does a good job. No, it's just like, listen, I need the black vote. You know, I need I need the black people behind me. I need the women behind me. I need the gays behind me. But you really don't mean it. You just want the money or you just want the the acclaim but not the quality. But what's nice is when you see people wake up beyond the pandering, beyond mm-hmm. the song and dance. Like did you see the special election in Texas? Oh, border yeah. town <laughs> that I don't know is many years for the past many years, I don't know exactly how many, but the Republican Myra Flores was able to flip a seat, a congressional seat in a border town of Texas. Uh, Elon Musk said that he voted for her. Yeah. He said that was the first time he voted Republican. Why? Because they see how bad it's getting. The people of that of that area see how bad it's getting. And so at a certain point, People feel like they have to wake up past the song and dance. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, again, you you sugarcoat the shit by saying, oh, well, you know, Latinos, this is... Well, the Latinos that live in that border town, they're the ones that pay. So you're pandering to the people that are paying because of the immigration. And... And it's not working Yeah, to further that, we've discussed this. Mexico citizens 
are not happy about the people coming from Guatemala, coming from El Salvador, because then that means their jobs get taken. So you have to understand, it's not a race thing, it's not an ethnic thing, it's uh, the country thing. So Mexico as a country has a problem because they, the citizens want to keep their jobs. They don't want competition from people that are not citizens of Mexico. The same way that those towns in the, in the southern border, they're seeing more violence, more crime, less opportunity. You know, I have family members have told me they work in, in factories where you, they skip over American citizens for cheaper labor. This happens now, today. And the people aren't even good. Like, they're not better than the people that they're replacing or the people that are they're passing. Mm -hmm. So these are not things like that I'm saying. These are things that I hear from people that are in these industries. And so... It's like, well, people are struggling right now. People have cost of living situations now because of how bad it is. Should be we be worried about the people that live here, like that are actual citizens, or should we? And, and should we give a fuck about tightening border security? Should we? Because this is how we get Myra Flores. Yeah, probably should because they're the ones that are experiencing it, and it's ironic that it's a Latina. Yeah. You know, that's what's funny. Like, that's where it, it's almost like poetically put in place. It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> of all the people, right? And so that's how, to me, it's like the real is going gonna, is gonna to seep through because behind all the, the, the woke shit and the, and the politics behind it, you still have to have good content good content of character, good content of media, good content. If not, it's not going to it's not going to pull its weight. And so that's why Buzz Lightyear did not pull its weight. That's why Obi-Wan is not pulling its weight. That's why Disney, while Netflix is down, like right now, Disney should be like, "Wow, Netflix is really like there's some chinks in their armor. They're struggling. We can take over. We have way more staples like from years, decades over them. We have Star Wars, we have Marvel, we have and, and this is the shit that, like, right now, you're not doing what you should be doing, which is taking over. So, so. And, and the the lineup for Disney, so the, there's another show out right now. I, I haven't watched it, but it's called Miss Marvel, I think. It's obviously under the Marvel banner. It's doing bad. People have been talking shit about that. Then... She-Hulk, the responses to She-Hulk, the trailer, it's not out yet, have been horrible. Like, the, I don't know if you've seen someone like like uh, Jeremy Jans, he did a reaction video to the She-Hulk trailer. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but it looks awful. Yeah, it looks I haven't horrible. seen it. So that's what I'm saying. It's not just, it's not just this. It's like down the road, it, it, it looks like the lineup is bad. Yeah, I'm trying. I was trying to look to see like what um, services are doing the best now, to see like a year and two from now, like how different it might look. You know, like okay, so if Netflix and Disney are up right now, and they're and you're starting to see whether they're not doing well, what does this do? Because you're seeing like streaming services come out of the woodworks. Like Peacock actually has people that you know have that service. There's been times I've gotten Peacock because, like, oh, man, they have a certain movie. They have a certain thing. 
they came out of the blue. Yeah. So this is an oversaturated market. And, and And so, like, how long, how much long do, will it take for you to keep having shit, like, movies, shit, shit shows, until other companies just start upping their game yeah. and taking over? Especially if they're focused on quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at, like, just, just Netflix, Amazon, Disney. I didn't even know about Funimation. Hulu, I've heard of it, but I've never. I don't know what's on there. HBO Max, Peacock, Country, C- Crunchyroll. I've I've heard of Crunch Crunchyroll, and and there's various other ones. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is not like a. You have to have good good shit, like, and you can't. People are gonna stop buying like the stuff. Yeah, like if you spend two hundred million on Buzz Lightyear and you've only made fifty one. On the on the, the weekend, opening weekend, yeah, on opening weekend, that's when you really kick ass. That's not good. It's not yeah. good at all. And it goes down after that. So it's like shit. Yeah. Will you get to two? You pro- you will with with how long? But it's like you're not really making a return of investment. And yeah. so then from there, what do you do? Do you do you you live and die by the woke? That's. <laughs> That's that's something that time will tell us. Mm. So moving on to the next segment, um, the Coach Greg Adams' Ten Blue Chip Commandments for Men. So I came across this video um, on the Coach Greg Adams YouTube channel, and obviously it's uh, content for men. I. I don't know if it's MGTOW, it's in the realm of MGTOW, men going their own way. Uh, stuff for men as far as bettering your life, financial advice, workout advice, all, all that type of stuff. And he came up with this list of commandments that I found very interesting. I think that it's worth a discussion. Uh, I know a lot of guys listen to this show, and so... They might find value in it. They might want to challenge these commandments, observe how it plays a role into their life, and uh, I feel like it, it 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 was they're good to start discussions over. So the this is the these are the commandments as follows. So ten, thou shalt simplify your life. Thou shalt write down everything. That's number nine. Number eight, thou shalt not judge yourself by one chapter. Seven, thou shalt maintain a basic standard of fitness. Six, there is no deficiency you cannot overcome. Five, when it comes to women, leverage and options trumps everything. Thou shalt admit that sex is not free. Three, thou shalt understand that sex from your past can and will come back to haunt you. Two, you can love women or understand them. You cannot do both. When things don't add up, start subtracting is number one. So right off of the bat, out of the 10, which one stands out to you the most and why? Out of the, mm, that's good. Let's see. Hmm. I mean, one that I like. <laughs> I'll say that when things don't add up, start subtracting. I feel like that's a very 
economic way of looking at, at things. So that one I would gravitate towards. Um, I really like thou shall write down everything because I do feel that when you write and map things out, when you sit there and do like the, it's not the su such fun thing to do, right? I mean, sometimes it could be because I mean, we do do music, you do write stuff down, but it's like you, you're creating. And this first step of creating is you write you write it down. Yeah. Like you write it down. Oh, I want to get there. I want to get there. I'm creating the the. It's physically there, and so. I think that that's important. That's a that's important, for, especially for a men's channel. I feel like. Many facets of your life, that's the step you have to take, is write it down. Like. From from grammar school to adolescence to so, so like let's say to high school, it's like this is an experience, but you have to move forward as you get older. Like I I was observing like how like Father's Day isn't as important as Mother's Day. We're not a f like I, not that I'm saying that, but I just just by noticing anecdotally society society would never be like, oh, wow, Juneteenth over over Father's Day, yeah, Father's Day or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, Snapchat didn't send any filters on Father's Day. Like, you know how it usually sends, oh, happy Father. So, not to say that, oh, uh, I feel some type of, I'm not a father, but what I'm saying is men are not afforded sympathy. No, not not in many cases, yeah. And so, we have, like, an extra thing about us that we have to, like, get it done yeah a lot of our value is tied up in like what we can provide produce create yeah and so as you're creating i think that that's why that goes hand in hand with when things don't add up start subtracting because it's like you're now looking at things you're creating you're writing right and then when 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 you when you actually sit down and actually look at things culture has a way of adding things that might not necessarily be a, of your best interest. And so, yeah, as you're creating, as you're doing, that's fine. But it's also good to look back, to look in the mirror, to see where you're at, to see how you feel about the norms. Because you might not be like, well, this is not what I want. And so at that point, we added so many things to how we operate that without even knowing, because like you get you, you're developed. Mm -hmm. everybody's developed men and women everybody like there's a certain phase that you go through in your life that you're gonna take things as this is what it is as yeah. opposed to this doesn't have to be this way you know and so uh, one one thing that was funny uh, about the uh, one of the books that that that, that you uh, had recommended the book of numbers by Aaron Clary yeah was like it was so funny when when <laughs> I found it hilarious when he's like, yeah, no, uh, when when he was going over the the dating sites like the dating apps, he's like, what I found out was that every every woman's kids are the most special human beings in the world. That they're tired of playing these games, that they love to travel, and you start looking at the cliche yeah shit that you see just off of observation of things. Yeah. So that to me is a perfect representation of like, well, this doesn't add up. I'm going to start subtracting. 
and that's what he did because that that book basically is like the uh, ROI of like getting into a relationship or dealing with women like what what would, what is the return of investment yeah right and so right there you've literally eliminated a pool of women that are carbon copies of each other and now you're getting to the nitty gritty of like okay this is a percentage of women I'm going to take serious and even then it might not be the right. case and so that's why that's why I feel like that one was kind of like an economical one that I, I felt w- 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 was really cool how about yeah. you well, what? Like out of like the commandments, which one did kind of you gravitated towards? Um, I think it's well rounded too, because I feel some of them are like inward shit that you could work on yourself, and then some of them are like because it's a it's a men's channel. It's like how to deal with women. So it's like. Like, 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 let me see which number was it? Um, like this one, thou shalt understand that sex from your past can and will come back to haunt you. I didn't understand that. And then when we went, look, looked at the video, I was like, oh, okay, so operate in a manner where you're not compromising yourself. Right. Due to certain situations. Yeah. I, I would say that what I gravitate towards out of these 10 is number eight, thou shalt not judge yourself by one chapter. I feel like the way that I am, whether things are good, like even if I've accomplished something, like I don't bask in my accomplishments very long. Like it's always like on to the next, like what else can I accomplish? What else can I do? How can I move the whole situation forward? And so when he describes that particular commandment it that particular commandment looking at things that way could work good if you just had a failure or if you just had a success so if you just had a failure you could look at it like well this is just one chapter there are other chapters let me not judge myself just by this particular chapter but if you've had a success also this is just one chapter there are many other chapters. Let me not just judge myself by this one particular success because I could fall off or I could not be so successful. Let me not be arrogant in thinking that everything will pan out like this just did. And so I find that I tend to operate like that uh when it comes to uh different facets of my life and and i feel like it's it's panned out pretty well yeah yeah because that's the thing it's like a certain type of humbleness that you have to have in six in in winning and in losing and so like shit um if you if you win you should be thinking, how can I win more? Or how can I cater? Or, or not cater, but how can I pivot to a, a newer success? Right. Which then at that point, it's like, well, shit. I, you, in a way, you have to kind of look at it like, well, I just did something. Well, that ain't shit anymore because I did it. Right, exactly. And then when you fail, it's like, well, are you going to sit here and bask in sadness? Or are you going to fucking like sit down, put your boots on, 
and get to fucking get into the next there chapter. There are more chapters, so yeah, you don't want the next chapters to be failures as well. Yeah, there's a level of freedom you feel in in both sides of that. Now, the one that's going to lead us into the final segment of this episode is number two, where it says you can love women or understand them. You cannot do both. Now, I don't necessarily agree fully with that particular commandment, but what I will say is there are a lot of men out there that the data shows and I've seen through my own observation that have a very high level of love for women and a very low level of understanding. And that leads us to the Purple Pill debate forum on Reddit and somebody poses the discussion question, is Billy Beta happy? Now, Billy Beta is nobody. Billy Beta is an avatar. Billy Beta is something, someone that serves as a representation of men that are not very well aware of the world around them, especially when it comes to relationships and the dynamics between men and women. So I'm going to read the post. And we might get into some of the comments, and then we're going to get into the discussion. Is Billy Beta happy? After learning the nature of the relationship between Alpha Fucks and Beta Bucks, which, if you don't know what that is, you probably got to look it up because we could do a whole episode on what that means in and of itself, Alpha Fucks, Beta Bucks. But essentially, the shorthand version of it is there's a lot of guys out there that can get a lot of women and they seem the women seem not to put a lot of the same stress on them as they put on beta guys who they know are going to stick around and maybe can't get as many women that's a very simplified version of what that is but let me start over after learning the nature of the relationship between alpha bucks and beta bucks i've come to the conclusion that no man has swallowed the red pill can be happy to be beta bucks. This realization made me question something. Is Billy Beta happy? Ignorance is bliss, or so the saying goes. But if Billy Beta truly is happy, then who cares whether his wife is an ex-cum dumpster? The goal of dating is to make your life better or to share it with someone. So am I, what I'm wondering is Billy Beta truly happy? I'd like to hear your thoughts down below. Is Billy Beta truly happy? Yeah. I mean, if, if ignorance really is bliss, right? Well, I can't, I can't help but to think of the, Fabo funny episode no, with, the, with the sweater Ernie had the sweater ignorance <laughs> is bliss no but like I, I don't know um, when you don't know like think about like the more you know I don't want to say the more you know the more depressed you are I want to say that but like the more 
you have to have a level of understanding. And some people don't want to have that or don't or wish yeah. they didn't know. Some people gravitate towards that. Some people want to jump into the unknown and want to get into the nitty-gritty of things, even if it's not the things that they want to hear, even if it's not an experience that they thought it would be. Whatever the case is, you're, there's certain people that are made for that and certain people that are not. Some people are just made for, like, you know, I'm happy. This is it. And maybe a few years from now, you're not going to be happy because she takes you to the cleaners because well, yeah, ignorance and, is bliss. And, and that's where I would say, like, my answer stems from is that Billy Beta is not truly happy because... Okay, the question is 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 posed different ways. The title of it is Billy Beta Happy, and the first part of the post is Billy Beta Happy, but at the bottom is Billy Beta Truly Happy. So the idea of truly being happy suggests that there's a level of truth Involved in yeah. like to be truly happy versus when you say if if right now you ate some greasy fatty bad food, it's good. You're happy it, in that moment, but yeah. like it's not gonna bring you true happiness because that's why you feel like shit afterwards. Exactly. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then you notice the better you eat. If you if you mess with that type of food, oh, it feels even worse. Like if you're used, to, if you've been yes, like on a kind of yeah. decent diet, and then you eat something like that, oh, it's it feels awful. When I've eaten like really good, like healthy, and I went back to like fast food, I almost even felt more depressed. Like I was like, man, like I, why? F- why am I sluggish and like? Yes, I'm more irritable and like. Everything I take more in a negative way. But, but what's interesting about what what we're talking about, and it's leading into somewhere very philosophical, is when you're used to eating fast food a lot, you don't feel that bad. Like you don't get no. that same feeling because it's like you're used to it. You're used to being in that level. And so I think to a certain degree that also applies to what we're talking about Billy Beta it's like if you're in the matrix, if you are living a blue pilled ass life, yeah. Well, yeah, you can be happy, but the problem is, is your subconscious, and there's something that feels like it's missing. Versus, yeah. once you've awoken, it's hard to go back. Well, yeah, because you know better. You know, it's like it's like it's like if subconsciously you feel something. It might be like, well, I don't understand it and I don't care to. Therefore, that's why it's subconscious, right? Right. As opposed to like now what was subconscious is now something you're conscious of. Like, oh shit. My fucking hand just got fucking absorbed in this in, in, through this mirror and now I'm going through. Oh shit, this is all fake. Right. Now you can't. Now you know you're lying to yourself. Like you know, you don't think, you don't think something's missing. You don't know, you you don't 
you don't act as if like, well, I don't know. It's like something's off about this. Or, oh, you know what? Like, I can't settle now for for this because I know that it's not. It's yeah. that. And so now I know I'm settling. Exactly. With this cum dumpster. <laughs> as, a, as, a, you know, as opposed to you're like, as opposed to you just being kind of like, ah, oh, well, you know, this is the best I can do. You, you kind of believe that, but you don't fully believe that. But like, you're in that like space because ignorance is bliss, and you're like, well, you know, whatever. I'm gonna read a comment from this one guy that commented on here where he talks of he throughout throughout sev- uh, several of his posts, he pretty makes it known that he was married and like the shit didn't work out and everything like that um and he talks about oh i'm finding the so okay so he talks about how it didn't work out and stuff like that so he says that he was so like blue pilled at one point that one of his friends once told him you literally spend all of your money on your family and none of it on yourself. And he said that he was actually at a when he was married, he was proud of that. Like like he was so blue pilled that like the idea of he found there to be some level of nobility in oh, I spent all my money on my wife and my family and none of it on myself. How can you truly be happy like if like Granted, I understand there's you you want to operate with a certain degree of selflessness, but this idea that nothing about your circumstance is self-serving to the fact to the point where okay, I'm spend all my money, that means you can't invest in anything, you can't save, you can't like buy yourself anything. You're the captain of the ship supposedly. Exactly. If you're the man of the house. But you ain't even you're not ready for anything. Exactly. And you're at the and mercy. And proud of that. Yeah, yeah. And you're at the mercy of, I don't know who who the, who the his wife was or if she was a good person, but what if she's not a good person? What if she takes you to the cleaners? What if the, the zero that you had because you put it all in your family is now negative, you know? And, and so... So now this conversation we're having, what do you say to people? I imagine it'd be mostly women that would that would say this, but what do you say to people that say, oh, well, what you guys are talking about, it's making men not want to get married or, or not want to have families. I would not say that. It's just informing a man to make a better decision in his life, to make a conscious decision to make a balanced decision because you can be married or you could be in a relationship but you are on point with your shit cuz like the commandments that that coach Greg Pill or uh, <laughs> Greg, uh, Greg Pill, Pill. <laughs> Jesus Christ coach Greg Adams um <laughs> great ass name um you know he's not telling you to do anything he's just telling you this is for men right. you do uh, with this what you want but Use it to become better. I can't tell you how to live your life as a man because you're your own man. You can't tell me how to live my life because I'm my own man. Like, you could suggest things and you could try and help, but you know what I mean? Like, everybody has a different... But in a way, in a way, if the, the, the modern 
woman wants things a certain way and 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 we're we're kind of seeing that more and more often like in when it comes to like marriage and and all of that stuff they you see that they tend to want to be more dominant in these particular relationships it just won't happen huh it just cannot happen like it can happen if the man is just not dominant but if you're a dominant man you're going to be dominant and that's it you'll consider you, you'll operate in a dominant fashion Right, but so th- that's what I mean. So by default, if if what women are seeking, or the majority of them, or uh, or many of them are seeking somebody that's going to be Billy Beta and and submit, then by providing an awakening to that, so to speak, aren't we by default gearing men away from that? Perhaps in the Western world, but we live in a Western world. It's a vast world, though. You know? Like, remember in, in uh, What is a Woman? The way those Africans were talking to... The way the women were talking and the yeah. way the men were talking. Like, we look at it sometimes from the scope of where we live. We live in the Western world. And in the Western world, a lot of women have been corrupted. A lot of men have been corrupted. We look at things from a very warped position. And so, yeah, perhaps to I, to a certain extent. I'll give you an example. As mm-hmm. I was I was reading this this uh, on this particular post on this Reddit forum, I came across another one on the female dating strategies forum, where a woman s- posted that she's starting to make more money, but she still doesn't make more money than her boyfriend who they've been in a serious relationship for like 4 years they live together and all of that stuff in that in that post she says she still is in contact with her ex-boyfriend so mind you she's been with a guy for 4 years but she still contacts her her ex-boyfriend huh. she says in the post that she hasn't done anything with her ex-boyfriend oh actually not I'm sorry it wasn't even an ex-boyfriend it was like an ex-fling Oh, Not wow. even a boyfriend. So she's still in contact with an ex-fling. And her ex-fling is always kind of tempting her to have another fling, even though he knows that she has a boyfriend. Yeah. And she says that the more money she makes, as she gets more raises, the more justified she feels in having the fling. Because the more money you make, the more... the The way we perceive things economically is well the more money I make the less I need from the boyfriend in this particular case yeah and Hmm. she also goes on to say that she's admitted to the fling and to her other friends but not to her boyfriend but to that she has a hard time rationalizing committing to one person the rest of her life meanwhile her boyfriend, who in this case would be a perfect example of Billy Beta, is all for the idea of of, of engagement and, and marriage and everything like that. Yeah. So now she's in a very good situation. Yeah. Dude, you know, uh, dude makes money. She makes money. They're in a good financial standing, coupled with the fact that 
she's tying to her 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 ex fling and everything like that. Like so, the ex fling knows about the boyfriend, right? In in well, in in the post. But now, what's interesting about it is that boyfriend is Billy Beta. Her situation is conducive of him, and and de- dependent rather, I should say, her situation is dependent upon him remaining Billy Beta. So now, if Billy Beta happens upon this episode, yeah. I doubt he will because I think in order to be Billy Beta, you can't really, you don't really consume content like ours. Yeah. But someone at work fucks with him and says, "Hey, man, I think you should listen to this." If Billy Beta happens upon this episode, he now has the potential to uproot yeah. her situation, ergo making her more susceptible to saying that men like us are doing a harm rather than a good by having this conversation. Well, yeah, she'll she'll look at it that way, but we're helping him, you know, because we're making him smarter, you know, because not like her. That's that's a, that's a morally corrupt person. That is also very. Um, I don't want to say conceited. What's the word? Not braggadocious either. Um, there, there, there's a word for it. I can't think of it. I can't think of the the word, but it's like overly proud or overly like confident. Mm-hmm. Really, it's overly confident. Where like you think like you should don't stink mm-hmm. because you're in this position. But when half that, because you know she may she might make a little bit more, or she might be right there at the cusp. But when that shit gets removed, and then she fucks with dude that just really wanted the milk for free. And then she's out in these streets, and she's like, "Oh shit!" That's when reality hits, and that's where your moral corruption is like, "Oh shit!" And, but then that ties into the natural progress of alpha fucks beta bucks. Yeah, but then Billy Beta is Billy Buck, Billy Beta bucks. Yeah, which again, for people that I don't know, Billy Beta bucks. Reason why it's bucks is because the the beta is usually able to keep the sustenance of a particular relationship because he's able to provide financially. Yeah. Whereas with Alpha, he doesn't provide financially, but because yeah. of where he is on the genetic hierarchy, she still wants to, to mess with him. Yep. And, and and that's that's where you have to you have to understand some some people's natures and how they how they operate. Yeah. And and which is that's one of the great things about that purple pill forum because like obviously there's red pill content. I don't know if there's such a thing as blue pill content, but I would say the vast majority of the world is blue pilled. Yeah. And then the purple pill is kind of like people that I think what I get from the purple pill form is that they are more red pill, but they they go about it in a way that's kind of unassuming. Like they 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 go about it in a way where it's like they don't want to make blue pill people feel bad. So it's like they present it in like, well, I've observed this. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah. So, but I I find that it tends to lean more red pill. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that that is like a great thing to like when when I feel someone might be super blue pilled, I ask and I put them in situational positions. Like, get, like give me an example. Like, what do you mean? Like, 
certain things just like I might be like uh, oh um, what if you tell your wife like sh- she's getting fat and then she says I don't care like what do you do then because you love her right and like I just want to know what their answer is going to be <laughs> you know because I so now do you when you do that are you doing that because you want to help them or are you doing that because you're just trying to get some blue pill perspective I want to get perspective like the pers- blue pill perspective like what would you because like you could buy her a treadmill but will she use it or is she going to say no just accept me as I am and then from there it's like a red pill situation because like men really are more visual right right but if but if he's a blue pilled man if yeah he's Billy Billy bait a blue pill bucks because yeah, he might be like because like that that was what he's the answer would be with like, yeah. the Disney ass oh well you gotta accept people as they are yeah but are you really gonna accept her or are you going to feel some sort of like ergo reservations yeah the greatness of this conversation is is he truly happy yeah no you're, you're yeah, in yeah. a situation like that you are actively going against your nature yeah, acted like you know that that's not attractive to you, but because you're so blue pill, you're not gonna you're not gonna try to cultivate a change. Yeah. Now the right answer would be like if you're in that situation and you're like, hey, get, you know, um, I haven't been as attracted to you. You're being real with her, and then if she loves you, she said, well, I want you to be attracted to me because I love you. So then I'm gonna go work out and work on that, right? And I think that that or would be... Or she could just say you're a misogynist and <laughs> divorce you. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those memes with uh, like crying, uh-huh. like ugly ass face uh, memes. I don't know if you've seen like teachers in the 90s and teachers in the 20s. In the 20s. I don't know if you've seen that meme. Nah. Like that's how I feel. Like th- that would be a funny meme with, with those those uh, particular memes. But, but yeah, like at that point you start seeing, okay, well what's the correct way of going about it you know you can't you know if you're in a relationship you should be you you should feel comfortable telling someone that right you know i would but a lot of people don't yeah because when i've been in in relationships or when i was married like and if you come out with an outfit and i think that she looks ridiculous that she looks ridiculous you probably should take it off and return it do you still have the tags you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna be honest with you Cause like if I can't be honest with you, the world <laughs> don't yeah. give a fuck about you. Right. And I, I'm gonna be honest with myself too. I don't want to be seen with you dressed like this. It's not good. And I would hope that you tell me if I look like a fucking retard or if I've gained weight or you know if if you know like whatever the case is is like. I would hope that you're honest enough to be like, hey, you could do better. Yeah. You've done better, so you could do better. That's that's the type. If I'm in a relationship with a chick. That's the type of relationship I would like to have. You know, don't be an asshole either, but like, be like, hey, yeah, kind of yeah. slacking. And so that's why I ask those questions because it's like, well, if you're super blue pill, will you stay? You yeah. know, or will you be like, well, no, my nature says this is the end of the road. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it really is an interesting philosophical rabbit hole. Yeah. Know? Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. 
And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.